2: Now
4: welcome welcome everyone my name is sean and today we got to talk about what's going on in the city of chicago because the migrant crisis is finally being felt In those same liberal cities that declared themselves sanctuary cities, free from bigotry and welcoming to all immigrants. And it is absolutely fascinating to see the voters in these areas that back Democrats, that back Democrats that double down on these sanctuary city policies, all of a sudden completely turn against it as soon as the policies actually end up affecting them but before we get into that i want to thank everybody who signed up actualjusticewarrior.com slash join
0: give me the money
4: give you give me the money okay and thank you to my podcast listeners spotify apple and google's podcasting platform
5: right
4: now So over the past couple of weeks, we have been greeted with town hall meetings like this, where all of a sudden you see black Americans talking like they're Trump supporters when it comes to the immigration issue. Now, the reason for this, the reason that this is happening is due to policies that were implemented by the Democratic Party and clever maneuvers by people like Governor Greg Abbott from Texas, like the former Arizona governor, to essentially try to make these left-wing cities these hotbeds of Democratic Party politics, feel the weight of the policies that they vote for on a national level. Now, initially, and I have to be perfectly honest, I was very skeptical of this policy of shifting people from the border towns to the interior of the country. And this was purely based on practical reasons. If we don't want illegal immigrants in the United States of America to be flooding across the border, then shipping them into the interior of the country, is going to make it a logistical nightmare in order to get these people out eventually. So initially, when I first heard this policy, even though it made me laugh right off the bat, I was concerned about this, and by the way, that should still be a concern. Right now, you have the governor of New York lobbying the Biden administration to essentially fast-track these people to legal status so that they can work, and this can create an additional magnet for people crossing the border, and it is very important that while we are laughing at these policies and laughing at the voters who don't like these policies, that we actually see the Democratic Party response rather than actually declare victory. However, and this is incredibly important, we have to marvel at the fact that when people are actually faced with the consequences of what they voted for, they absolutely reject it. And this is just a small percentage of what border towns in Texas, in Arizona, and across the southern border of the United States of America have been dealing with for decades due to the fact that there's lax enforcement policy.
5: Two buses showed up in the city of Chicago today carrying migrants and we know at least for the week there's been four that have arrived here and this
4: is not the first time that migrants will call high park home so i just want to point out that what we're talking about here and by the way this is an ongoing policy so it's technically more than that is two to four buses that arrived in the city of chicago within the past week or so that is generating all the outrage now i want you to remember that and then think back to what happened when president trump was talking about the caravans of migrants that were traveling up to the united states southern border and how the media essentially pretended that the word caravan was a racist dog whistle and even saying that immigrants are traveling to the united states was somehow evil white racism evil white racism so comparatively this is still not that many migrants but the thing is and i'm often critical of this talking point when it's used in a Appropriately, the city of Chicago specifically, along with many other left-wing cities and left-wing states asked for this to happen remember back in 2018 when we had all that hysteria about kids in cages and they were talking in the democratic party like the evil orange hitler man was putting these people in concentration camps and it was the most horrible thing in the entire world and ice was essentially the gestapo going door to door and going after these immigrants that are just trying to make it here in the united states of america well that was not only ridiculous and absurd rhetoric that by the way inspired somebody to attempt to shoot up one of these immigration camps. We don't really talk about that because that's left-wing extremism, but that was also the impetus for policy changes in places like the city of Chicago. So Chicago was already a sanctuary city. They already protected illegal immigrants in the city of Chicago, but Lori Lightfoot signed an extra bill that made it completely illegal to coordinate with national immigration officers in order to say that they were welcome to all immigrants. They wanted a buck the evil orange man. But now, all of a sudden, when push comes to shove and the borders no longer being in force and the migrants are being brought into the city of Chicago, these same residents that backed Lightfoot and backed Brandon Johnson are raging out about this. This is the part of the busting policy that I definitely agree with because it makes people feel the weight of their policy preferences. And again, this idea that you in the city of Chicago can say, open the borders, let all the immigrants in as long as they stress the texas system as long as they stress the arizona system it's patently absurd and ridiculous now that we're talking about your system your resources and diverting resources from the citizens of chicago to these migrants you guys flip out and again i need to emphasize we're not even talking about that many people comparatively as you'll find out through the rest of this local news piece and this
5: is not the first time that migrants will call high park home 120 lived at the lakeshore hotel in january and also march most residents didn't know anything about it and this is the first time they are sounding off
4: now did you hear that did you hear the number that we're talking about we're talking about 120 people that were put up at a hotel in january and in march and now that residents have found out about this 120 people 10 dozen people being put up in this hotel they're absolutely losing their minds over the policy choice and again i just want to point out when thousands of people flood across the border when they cross through farms when they destroy stuff and all that these people were like you know what lori lightfoot we're gonna stand behind you as you say sanctuary city chicago says immigrants are welcome immigrants built the united states of america but when 120 people end up in this neighborhood they lose their ever-loving minds when 120 people are put up at a hotel on the taxpayer's dime these people freak out
5: i don't want them there take them someplace else or send them back
4: to venezuela i don't care where they go whoa as the kids would say this would be a based black woman right there she says i don't want them there take them somewhere else or send them back to venezuela and honestly to be fair to her this makes perfect sense. The idea that we're just going to continually absorb a greater and greater numbers of people and there isn't going to be any friction or problems is ridiculous and absurd. The idea that we're going to let people come into this country, abuse our asylum system, because make no mistake about it, a lot of these people are economic migrants and pretend like it's perfectly fine. And this doesn't skew when people actually seek asylum in the United States of America is just nonsensical. Again, the most sense policy of the entire trump administration and i've said this repeatedly on this channel even though i'm not somebody who talks about immigration a lot was the remain in mexico policy if you are claiming asylum from imminent death or political persecution in your home country and you pass through seven countries where that threat of imminent death or political persecution no longer exists on your way to the united states of america then you should be forced to apply for asylum in each and every one of those countries this is often referred to as the remain in mexico policy because a lot of these people just pass through mexico even though they speak the language the economy's better in mexico the cultural integration would be easier in mexico and come right up to the united states when you're desperate when you're a beggar you cannot also be a chooser you don't get to go to your first choice when your life is in danger you're supposed to go to the next safe country this is what asylum is all about but in reality we all know that these are economic migrants and listen i understand i love the united states of america i'm happy to be born in the united states of america and i love the fact that people want to come here for those reasons but in reality you can't abuse the system meant for people who are in fear of their life or political persecution just because you want a better job, just because you want better pay. That's not how the system works. And they're flooding it. They're overwhelming it. And it's ridiculous and absurd. I mean, again, think about the number of Haitian immigrants that are coming in through our southern border. They are leaving the island, coming into Latin,
2: No
1: fighterflare.com flare.com.
4: in America and then transporting themselves all the way to the southern border claiming some kind of political persecution in Haiti. But for some reason, we're pretending like it's legitimate that every single country that they're passing through has the same vaguely defined political persecution element that they're supposedly fleeing from Haiti while they're coming to the United States. And by the way, this is the same for Central America. This is the same for a bunch of these different groups of people that are Traveling to the United States through the Mexico border. And this is one of the major problems with the Biden administration because even if they wanted to be harsh on the border, even if they realized that this is a disaster, the fact of the matter is. In the Democratic primary, they all campaigned on essentially an open borders policy. They all campaigned on being more compassionate. They all campaigned on letting the migrant children in. And they all decided to gin up the hysteria and the rhetoric and call the evil orange man, orange Hitler with the concentration camps, rather than acknowledge the reality that if you reward people for sending their unaccompanied minors to the United States border, that is going to lead to more people sending their unaccompanied minors to the united states border putting the kids in detention centers and sending them back to their own countries only looks cruel when you completely disregard the fact that the reason we're doing that is because we're trying to deter more children from taking that dangerous journey from being assaulted criminally victimized or or dying along the way in some other way and you just isolate it and say oh my god this picture makes me sad let me pose like alexandria ocasio-cortez outside of one of these detention centers even though i'm making this crying face as i'm looking at a parking lot this is- So this is another thing that I think requires some attention. We are all of a sudden in these major cities housing these people in hotels because they're migrants and for some reason they have God-tier rights over your regular average American citizen. And even though I'm not in favor of all these homeless services programs, because when you start paying people hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to manage the homeless problem, they're never going to solve it because their job is to manage the homeless problem. But it does say something about our country that american homeless people end up sleeping on the streets end up in open-air drug markets while these non-american people these people who are violating the rules of our asylum system essentially breaking our asylum system are given carte blanche a hotel to stay in and treated with comparative luxury if you're going to put out the money to hotel people that are in need call me crazy, call me nuts, but I think that American citizens should take precedent over it. And she racializes it. She points out that a huge portion of the population are black, and she's saying that essentially you're prioritizing these new non-citizens over black American citizens. And even though I don't like the playing up of identity politics in this way, it is just a fact that these homeless black people in the city of Chicago are American citizens, and I care a lot more about them than I care about the These foreigners who are abusing our asylum system. The idea that you have a natural God-given right to come to the United States, lie about your asylum status, pass through 14 countries on your way over here, and then you get hoteled on the taxpayers' dime as public services are degrading is insane. It's ridiculous, and she is right to point it out that we should be putting money into Americans as opposed to foreigners.
5: There were lots of fireworks. Over the migrants moving into the Lakeshore Hotel for six months, where 300 can be housed. Also, the city says it's a fluid situation, and it will need to revisit that timeline. Even the alderman Desmond Yancey of the Fifth Ward says he just found out about it last week.
1: I found out on Wednesday, called a meeting immediately. I don't know what happened before I got here but in the spirit of transparency this is why we're in the room because i felt it was important for community members to know what was going on in their neighborhood even if the mayor's office wasn't good
4: i don't believe this guy at all the way he's saying look i find out immediately and then i told this meeting because i'm on your side totally and surely let's see your voting record let's see how you voted on that Lori lightfoot extra sanctuary city piece of legislation let's see your record on these migrants you see these people only respond to political pressure and i gotta give credit to greg abbott because he provided a mechanism for their own voters to put political pressure on these representatives and this should be pushing them to lobby the biden administration to re-implement sensible border policy because what is going on and now is being felt by these liberal constituencies could have the prospect of hurting him at a national level now i'm not saying that chicago is going to turn red anytime soon They've had Democratic mayors for something like 70 years completely uninterrupted. But if you can get a certain percentage of this population to be angry about this enough to vote in another direction, even though it's not going to have a lot of impact in Chicago because that's in Illinois, but in these other key crucial swing states where, by the way, Greg Abbott should be shipping migrants, ship them to Detroit, ship them to Philadelphia, ship them to all the blue cities that are in these major swing states, then that will have an impact, and that could push and flip the presidential election. Remember, in the final count of 2020, whatever you think about that election, Joe Biden actually only won by a narrower margin than Hillary Clinton, something like 10 to 30,000 votes, somewhere in that range, in three key swing states. If you flood those cities in those swing states with these asylum seekers, make people live up and enjoy the policies of the Biden administration, that could flip an election. That is absolutely crucial, and it definitely should be done.
5: Plymouth Court and Van Buren, that site looks like a, basically a bomb
4: went off. So I'm concerned about the sites where the migrants are. So I absolutely love the fact that these residents are speaking so bluntly. A lot of times we have this addiction in America to changing the language instead of dealing with the problem. But this woman points out that these migrants trash every place that they're in. So it's not just that they're staying in these hotel rooms, as we've seen time and time again. They bring their own hot plates, they create fire hazards and all of this because they don't respect the free accommodations that they're even getting. So all these hotels are significantly damaged. That damages the prospect of future tourism. If you're in the south side of Chicago, you're already dealing with a lot of people not wanting to come to your area, and these create problems down the line. And this woman says it so bluntly it's like a bomb went off in these areas
5: new arrivals must wait 150 days to apply for a work permit those on the front line of dealing with this crisis says part of the solution is getting migrants seeking asylum work
4: without some remedies from the federal action whether it's funding or the ability for folks to work we find ourselves in a hole. Look, I'm not saying that you should judge a book by its cover. Although, friend of the channel, Devin Tracy, has pointed out numerous times that the whole point of covers is so that you can judge the book. So maybe I am saying that. But to me, it's quite telling that your average everyday person at this meeting looks like a normal black American, and they have the positions of, we don't want these people here. We want these people out. We need you to do something about this. You should be looking out for residents of chicago more than citizens of another country but then the people that are saying oh the real issue is fast tracking and and we need to get these people to work Look exactly like this. Like they spend all their time in frozen yogurt shops in gentrified areas. To me, it's quite telling how the cover of these individuals can essentially tell me their positions without hearing them talk. And then when I hear their voice, completely gives it away. I don't even need to hear what they say to know what side these people are on. And to me, that that's that's notable. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's something that you you, you might want to pay attention to when the visual confirmation matches up with the political beliefs in such a comedic way. But yeah, Overall, I do think that the residents of Chicago did in fact vote for this. I think that the politicians in Chicago decided to get back at the evil orange man and do a giant virtue signal by making themselves more open to migrants, and now they're living up to the consequences of what they asked for. Greg Abbott has decided in a very ingenious way to inflict the pain that he has been experiencing as the governor of Texas on the places that are essentially forcing that down the residents of Texas's throat and I think that is genius in a lot of ways even though I am very skeptical of how we're going to get these people out in the future if we put them all over the interior of the country but I want to know what you guys think let me know down in the comments below what you think about this policy what you think about the residents of Chicago raging against it and all that if you like the video show them by leaving a like subscribe for more content follow me on my social media support me via the support links in the description of this video this has been me talking about tough on immigration Chicago Chicago till next time
2: Order now